Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff, your weekly intentional manifesting tune-up and check-in, where I discuss cutting-edge tips and techniques to intentionally manifest your most important desires in accord with quantum paradigms. Today, I'm going to show you an untapped resource waiting for you right under your nose. One that's just sitting there waiting for you to use in your manifesting. And I'm going to show you exactly how to locate and identify this resource within you. And finally, I will reveal how to employ this resource as a tremendous manifesting asset. I'm Greg Kuhn, the Law of Attraction Science Guy, author of the life-changing Why Quantum Physicists book series, and your host. I'm very excited about today's episode. Let's get started. Today on Manifest the Big Stuff, I'm going to discuss intentional manifesting by playing to your strengths. Using your strengths to achieve, rather than shoring up your weaknesses, is an established technique backed up by research. You're probably familiar with the concept, but I'll bet you haven't considered using this concept in your intentional manifesting. Let's fix that right now. I recently published an episode of Manifest the Big Stuff all about making a Mount Rushmore of manifesting. It's a manifesting technique I invented tailor-made to align with quantum paradigms, one that I use to manifest some of my biggest, most important desires. Desires like a loving, intimate connection with my spouse, a warm, connected relationship with my four adult sons, a fulfilling and empowering level of wealth, robust and noticeable physical fitness, and at age 55, the best health of my life. Making your personal Mount Rushmore of manifesting simply involves, first, selecting your desire in broad terminology. For example, rather than selecting manifest a soulmate, select manifest a loving relationship. Or, rather than selecting Manifest $1 million as your desire. Select Manifest Wealth. Next, decide on four primary ways that you will manifest or experience your desire. For example, to manifest wealth, you might select 1. More money, greater income. 2. Valuable skills and expertise. 3. Professional promotion and increased opportunities and responsibilities. And four, partnerships with leaders in your field. These four primary ways that you will manifest or experience your desire are the four heads on your Mount Rushmore of manifesting. Then, learn the form or best practices and habits of those successfully having those experiences as you desire. And finally, 
give your best effort for at least 150 minutes a week to follow that form, to perform those best practices and success habits to the best of your ability. I can't recommend using a Mount Rushmore of manifesting enough. It empowers you tremendously because you get to decide what you'll manifest and how you will manifest it. And here's how to take full advantage of today's topic. Your Mount Rushmore of manifesting can and should play to your strengths. In fact, playing to your strengths is the perfect way to intentionally manifest your desires. Here's what I mean by that. Think like an angler, someone who is good at fishing, when selecting the four ways you'll manifest or experience your chosen desire. What is the single most important thing about catching fish? Bait? Tackle? Fishing technique? Nope. The single most important thing about catching fish is there must be fish in the water. What good would it do you to use the most irresistible bait or the best rod, reel, and line in the world if there were no fish in the water? And let's take this simple rule one step further. The fish in the water must be the kind that you want to catch. Let's apply this rule to your Mount Rushmore of manifesting. Select experiences that align with your strengths, things that you're already good at. Look to areas of your life where you're already experiencing some level of success. Invest some time figuring out how to enfold those areas into a vehicle through which to manifest your chosen desire. This is known as playing to your strengths. Don't you need to shore up your weaknesses to make something turn out better? As it turns out, actually, no. That idea of shoring up your weaknesses was successfully debunked by Marcus Buckingham's book, Now Discover Your Strengths. You're familiar, I'm sure, with the concept that things can be fixed by correcting your weaknesses. If you want to improve your grade point average in school, for example, it's logical and natural to focus on your weakest subject. While logical, however, this approach usually makes you feel more inadequate. It exasperates your sense of not being enough or not being good enough. And when you feel not good enough, feelings like anger and discouragement aren't far behind. And then, Anxiety and stress follow. And once there, as you know, motivation becomes very hard to find. And creativity, a necessity for solutions, also runs dry. Focusing on shoring up your weaknesses also presents a practical problem 
you only have so much time, energy, and resources. You already know how much of those things it takes to get even a little bit better at a weakness. Spending your most valuable assets on something that gives a small return just isn't wise. The bang for your buck is simply too small. Making your weaknesses the focal point of your attention starts at an early age, at home, and then it's doubly reinforced at school. As an adult, it becomes a huge part of your work and your personal life too. I'm giving you permission today, based on research, to abandon this mindset in your intentional manifesting. Set yourself free from focusing on shoring up your weaknesses. Let that go. Instead, identify your strengths and use your time, energy, and resources on them instead. You'll be amazed by how that change invigorates you and your intentional manifesting. You feel more confident. You're more self-aware. And your productivity soars. There are parts of life where you can't ignore your weaknesses, but intentional manifesting isn't one of them. You can't say, for example, record keeping is a weakness, so I'm not going to file taxes. I can't say, hmm, clarity is a weakness, so I'm just going to ramble incoherently on manifest the big stuff. At least not if I want you to find value in this podcast. But when it comes to intentional manifesting, you can actually script your Mount Rushmore of manifesting to conform almost completely to your strengths alone. It's pretty common to take your strengths for granted, even to discount them, because we've all been taught to focus on our weaknesses. When I'm coaching someone, it's very common for them to discount what they're good at. I might, for example, give feedback like, you handle difficult personalities very well. And in return, my student might say, well, yeah, but that's only because that's easy. To which I always say, yes, it is easy. Easy for you. Because it's a strength of yours. Not universally easy or easy for everyone. If you struggle with identifying your strengths, ask for help. Ask your coach or a trusted person who has been there and done that to point out what you're good at. It's often easier for others to see your strengths because you're usually focused on all the things you don't do well or the things that aren't going right for you. That's natural. Sure, I can do that. But what I need to do is this, we often say. A great way to self-identify your strengths is to look for areas of your life where you feel energized and dynamic. Things where, when you're engaged in them, you lose track of time. When you're putting your strengths into action, the results are usually a feeling of joy having high energy, and feeling fully alive. 
What do you do that fosters those kind of experiences? Take some time and ponder that question. Pay attention as you go about your day and look for it. Where and when are you feeling empowered, skilled, invested, confident, and capable? Where and when are things easy for you? Those are your strengths. You, like all of us, are probably in the habit of discounting your strengths. Think about something like kindness. Is it easy for you to be kind? Are you empathetic? Do you enjoy helping people? Is it rewarding to bring a smile to someone's face with a kind word, a compliment, or maybe a joke, especially when they seem to need it? Do you like to encourage and uplift? How often have you thought of kindness as a strength? And furthermore, a strength that you can intentionally incorporate into your manifesting. Consider other often overlooked strengths, like social intelligence. Is it easy for you to read people and pick up on their energy and emotional states? How about self-regulation? Are you good at understanding your own needs? Are you usually in touch with how you feel and what's going on within you? What about perspective? Are you able to minimize your highs and lows, maintaining balance by neither overinflating nor minimizing something's importance? How about problem solving, accommodation, open mindedness, industriousness, prioritizing, authenticity, collaboration, tenacity, consistency? Recognizing and acknowledging your strengths merely requires your curiosity and attention. And using your strengths to manifest your desires only requires your willingness. Put your strengths into action by using them to form the four experiences on your Mount Rushmore of manifesting that will manifest your chosen desire. Bake them into the four Mount Rushmore experiences you select. For example, let's say your desire is to manifest wealth. And you have identified consistency, open-mindedness, kindness, and authenticity as strengths that you have. Bake them into your Mount Rushmore of wealth by using your consistency to build greater income, conforming to standards and expectations in your work day after day creates recognizable value. Also, using your open-mindedness to improve your skill set. Having a growth mindset allows for continuous personal and professional improvement. Then, using your kindness to elicit new professional opportunities. People want to work with and help folks who are easy to work with. And finally, using your authenticity to foster collaborative relationships with industry leaders. Saying what you do 
and doing what you say is valued and builds trust. As another example, let's say your selected desire is to manifest health, and you have identified problem-solving, collaboration, self-regulation, and perspective as your strengths. Bake them into your Mount Rushmore of manifesting health by using your problem-solving to foster physical fitness, figuring out how to stay motivated by having fun with exercise decreases the likelihood of burnout. Then, using your collaboration to elicit biometric feedback in the healthy range for your age. Relationships centered around mutual accountability and encouragement make it easier to maintain consistency with healthy lifestyle choices. Also, using your self-regulation to create more energy for being active. Being in tune with your dietary needs, as well as getting enough sleep, replenishes your reservoir. And finally, using your perspective to limit intrusions by illness and pain. Having reasonable expectations prevents perpetually self-defeating perfectionism. In both of those examples, you've employed your strengths by building them right into your four chosen ways to manifest your desire. You're not trying to fill in the gaps by correcting your weaknesses. You're capitalizing on things you're already good at. You've exponentially increased the potential for motivation, joy, and energy. You're using a carrot rather than a stick. And all that means your odds of manifesting your desire go up in accord. Because now, you're fishing where the fish are. And now, my quantum tip. A brief, powerful takeaway that you can use right now to amp up your intentional manifesting. I hope you notice that I usually refer to intentional manifesting. That's because you're always manifesting. Every human being, every consciousness-possessing time-space event is manifesting every moment that they are here. Every moment you are alive, you and the quantum field are meeting and working together to manifest your reality. You can't stop doing that. The only choice you have in the matter is whether or not you're going to do it intentionally or by default. So as you move about your day, bear in mind that giving your best effort to follow form is not only the best way to intentionally manifest a reality more in line with your desires, it's the only thing you have to do. Focusing on your efforts in that way is intentionally manifesting your reality. Your goal is not to do it completely successfully every moment. Rather, 
Your goal is to do it intentionally every moment. Thank you for investing some of your time with me today. Your time is your most valuable resource, and how you spend it is your most important decision. If you found this episode valuable, please tell a friend about Manifest the Big Stuff. And I'd like to invite you to be a part of this podcast. Will you please ask me a question about intentional manifesting? And maybe I'll answer it on the show. Go to my website, whyquantumphysicists.com. Use the contact form. Or leave me a voicemail by clicking on that microphone in the blue circle in the lower right-hand corner of my site. I'd love to hear from you. And it'll be fun to answer questions. And if you choose to leave a voicemail, I might even make you part of the show. Until we meet again, I hope you make the most of your time by giving your best effort to follow form and manifest your greatest desires. And I look forward to spending time together again real soon.